I believe the most powerful thing we can do to live heart-centered, purpose-driven lives is to show kindness to others and to live in a community that cares for each other and our world. There are enough destructive forces at work around us. Let's be agents of peace. Hello and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hey, thanks for joining me today. As you heard in the intro, this podcast is about helping you discover and connect to your purpose so you can take action on it. The foundation for my purpose is my belief system about life. Purpose and belief are interconnected. Wouldn't you agree? With that in mind, I'd love to share with you a little bit today about where my purpose comes from, how it's evolved, and how it impacts my day-to-day life now. The idea is that in sharing my story, you can dive a little deeper into your own calling by connecting the dots of your own personal life and spiritual experience. I grew up in a tiny little village outside of Ottawa, and my mother took us to church on Sunday mornings to a cute little Anglican church, where there was a distinct scent of candles and wood varnish from the collection of pews that lined the aisles. The thing I enjoyed the most about going to church was the music and how my grandmother, sitting in the pew behind me, would play with my hair while I sang. She used to call me Deary. Thinking of it always makes me smile. I also got a chuckle about the fact that she wasn't much of a singer, but she sang anyway with a big, joyous smile on her face. By the time I was around 12 years old, I completely lost interest in going to church. There were no kids my age, and the messages were often war stories from the minister who had served in the Second World War as a chaplain. I couldn't see how any of the messages related to my life at that time. Fortunately, my mom didn't force me to keep going to church, but instead continued the conversation with me at home and on walks we'd take together down the dirt road I lived on, which I really enjoyed. She always showed a real commitment to her faith, not just showing up and helping out on Sundays at church, but in serving the community and eventually serving senior citizens in their later years of life as a personal support and palliative care worker. She never complained about doing good. Instead, she thrived from it. I'm so grateful for her example. During the few years that followed, I maintained my own connection with who I thought God was by having conversations with the unseen force that I believed was responsible for creating the world and my life. I felt a deep sense within that there was a purpose in store for me. Starting at the age of 10, I also began taking voice lessons. I did a lot of singing and began performing regionally. I auditioned and was accepted to an art school for high school. It was so exciting to be following my passion for music. Shortly after starting, I met a friend who I really connected with, and we had so much fun harmonizing together. It turned out that she was really connected to her faith. She invited me to her youth group on a Friday night, and I was hooked. My thirst for understanding the purpose behind our lives with a group of kind-hearted, fun-loving people was beginning to be quenched by discussion and studies surrounding the life and teachings of Jesus. After months of these Friday night gatherings and many deep conversations with this friend who would become my very best friend, 
I attended a summer camp, and that was where all of my learning from the previous nine months came together. I realized that I wanted to live the religion that Jesus modeled, the religion of loving your neighbor in an active way. This would begin a deeper journey into the faith system and the people who I would interact with as a result. Through the years, I had questions answered and many more rise up. I would try to figure out why people would say they believe one thing and then treat people in a way that seemed to oppose what they believed. I guess they call that hypocrisy. I didn't understand it until I took a look in the mirror and noticed that I was guilty of it at times also. I came to the conclusion that we are all works in progress and we are living out our experiences in a way that compares everyone else to our experience and our beliefs. We live in a way that somehow puts us at the center of the universe where it feels so much easier to make people understand us and want them to believe what we believe instead of seeking to understand them and allowing them to express themselves authentically. So the years went by. I finished high school, taught English in Eastern Europe, moved to Toronto, began a career, got married, built a business, started a family, and all through these experiences, the teachings of Jesus would guide the way and raise so many more questions because of the various teachers that came across my path. Different cultures and the personal experience of others have always been fascinating to me, and my optimistic outlook tends to see our similarities, even with people who may seem very different. Over the years, as I've studied more about the way so many religions have treated people different from them, and so very badly, including Christianity, I've come to a place where I've not wanted to label myself. In many cultures and in many people's personal experiences, someone saying that they're a Christian sets off a whole cascade of emotions, not all of them positive. However, in my face-to-face conversations with people from all religious and cultural backgrounds, the historical figure of Jesus is one that every person I've talked to has some level of respect for. Because when you look at it closely, you'll see that Jesus came to end religion and replace it with loving your neighbor. It's so simple, yet we find it so hard to do. We really are too hung up on being right and swaying people to believe what we believe. I've been on both sides of this, and while I'm still on this journey, my experience shows me that it's much easier to accept people for who they are and where they're at, showing love and kindness to them, than it is to debate, argue, and try to change anything about them. At the end of the day, I truly believe there is a God, and I'm not them. That's one of my favorite quotes from the movie Rudy, actually. You may be wondering, so do you go to a church where you practice your faith? The brief answer is that I attempt to practice my faith every day wherever I am. I believe God is everywhere, and I believe we were created in the image of a creator. My view of God is that of the Father with the Mother's heart, who's represented in Jesus and Spirit. And I believe that we are spiritual beings living a human experience. And I believe we all crave to be loved, seen, heard, and understood. So technically, it makes it easy for me to live my faith if I'm just supposed to love my neighbor. I get to accept people where they're at, be kind, and be authentically myself. I follow teaching currently at The Meeting House, which can be found online as well as in podcast format. At this point in my life, I feel like they are doing a good service in shining the light on the mistakes and successes of faith-based communities through the years, as well as attempting to build bridges with other faith and cultural communities around the world and being open to listening and learning when it comes to race and gender equality. I'll link to them in the show notes. 
I've practiced my faith alongside many beautiful people from that community and others who range from moms and dads to students, teachers, doctors, humanitarians, and successful business people. Each person has brought new layers of meaning to my faith, and I've learned so much from so many. In the interviews that I'm sharing on this podcast, my hope is that you'll take some beautiful lessons away from their life experiences, and also that you'll have a deeper, more rich experience on your own journey, and hopefully gain confidence to be outrageously yourself, living your one and only life with more passion. Wherever you're listening from, whatever your experience has been, and whatever journey you're on, it's just that, a journey. There really is no end point, in my opinion. I believe the most powerful thing we can do to live a heart-centered, purpose-driven life is to show kindness to others and to live in a community that cares for each other and our world. There are enough destructive forces at work around us. Let's be agents of peace. So here I am with my microphone, seeking to live my religion of love by providing opportunities to share people's stories of challenge to triumph and to hopefully inspire you to dig deeper into why you're here on our amazing planet. I think of these Monday episodes as Monday motivation, and my hope is that your greatest motivation will not be the fear of what you're going to lose, but the hope of what you'll gain as you chase your purpose. And if love is the foundation of everything you do, I think you're going to win regardless of the outcome. I'm sending so much love your way and hope your week is filled with beautiful opportunities to show love to those around you in your own unique way. If this resonated for you today, please text it to a friend and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Sheila A. Botello. I'd love to hear how this message landed with you today. Feel free to DM me with your thoughts and questions. If you do, I'll always reshare and repost your stuff. It means the world to me. It helps the podcast so much. And as always, if you could leave me a rating and review, I would so much appreciate it. Tomorrow, a new interview episode will be up from a guest in the UK. She'll be sharing her story of moving from Nigeria to England to chase her passion of building multiple businesses and the journey that led her there. Have a great day and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.